What would you do if everyone said they heard your trailer a hundred times? You'd probably make a new one. I'm Justin Sales, the host of The Wedding Scammer, The Ringer's first ever true crime pod. We've been hunting a con man for a few weeks now, and our hunt is coming to an end. Schemes, heartbreak, how to put on a wire. We've covered all this and more, but there are still a few surprises left. Binge The Wedding Scammer wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Smucker's Uncrustables. Tasty food doesn't always have to be complicated. Check out Uncrustables, the best part of the sandwich. It's a round, crimped sandwich made with soft, pillowy bread filled with peanut butter and jelly. And the best part is you just freeze and thaw. It's as simple as popping them into a lunchbox straight from the freezer, which means less work for you on a busy morning. Find Smucker's Uncrustables in the freezer aisle. Learn more at Uncrustables.com. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like... Can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock. 30 minutes. If you'd like to be a part of this podcast, if you want to wish us well in this holiday season of well wishes, give us a call. Be a co-host. At 646-138. And now we have a lot of stories, so we are getting into it. And There's this, a lot to get to. This begins with a story that I saw Maggie Haberman retweet on Twitter and... X, formerly known as Twitter, mm-hmm. and it comes to us from the AP. Um, it's about a woman who has f- filed a lawsuit against Chopped because she alleges that in her Chopped salad, which she got in Mount Kisco, New York, there was a human finger, a piece of human, piece finger, of human finger in her salad. The no, It says the manager of the Chopped's human finger. It's not just, hey, I found a <laughs> finger. It's like this specific person, which, which I have a huge conspiracy theory about this, but I'll let you like get okay. the words let out me, first. Let me share, share a yeah. few more facts. So unlike many of these lawsuits where we have a ton of questions, we have a lot of information that yes. I think can add to your theory here because a manager from this location did in fact go to the Chopped. hospital for their chopped finger. It chopped. <laughs> it chopped. The manager at Chopped got chopped. Mm-hmm. And there is evidence, I assume, of the hospital visit. Um, and then the West Westchester County Health Department already fined Chopped $900. Way too little money. Way you're too putting, low. You're putting human appendages in the food and you're, that's a $900 fine? Like that's like a speeding ticket. As we've discussed before, a fine needs to be a deterrent. Thank you. $900 is not a deterrent. Is that all it costs? That's like an hour of business. Throw my pinky toe in the meatballs. Why not? It's only $900. Have you seen Sweeney Todd? No. Sweeney Todd is about making pies that is using human bodies and human organs. $900 fine. Seriously. Sweeney Todd would be like, whatever. (laughs) No big deal. It's worth (laughs) it. um, I had the exact same thought about this. And there's just as we said, a lot more information than we usually get. Mm-hmm. So Jacoby, 
What is your conspiracy theory? Okay, first, I just want to just read what she is suing for, right? She suffered injuries including shock, panic attacks, migraine, cognitive impairment, nausea, dizziness, and neck and shoulder pain as a result of eating a contaminated salad. All right, let's imagine, first, let's, let's imagine this is true. She ate a salad and you found a little tiny piece of a finger in it, right? I, I feel so fucking nauseous thinking okay, about that. So you feel nausea. But do you think you'd have cognitive impairment, <laughs> neck and shoulder pain, and panic attacks? I might have a panic attack from the nausea. Yeah, it might. There might be like a little like window of time in which you kind of like go through your food a little more carefully. Okay, fine. We get to that part. But here's my thoughts. I think that this young woman saw a story about the finger getting chopped off and then completely fabricated this. Mm. Like, I'm sure they could trace her credit card. Maybe she didn't get a salad that day. But the idea that she just happened to find a human appendage, which can't be that big. I'm sure it's not like a knuckle and above. Like, it, I, I, this, it, just, it just reads fishy to me. Does that read fishy to you? Yeah, it's it's pretty weird. It's just like, how did why did she keep eating it? How does she know that all of these, the, the, the piece of the finger, the portion of human finger... Think about this. ...contributed to it. You're the manager of a chopped. Mm -hmm. You're chopping a salad. You chop part of your finger into the salad, right? <laughs> what happens next in which that salad gets, like, tossed with, with dressing, put into a bowl... And then sold to somebody. They're just like, what part of the, what, where, where's the error in the process in which they sold that to a human? Especially like, where's the blood? Exactly. Why are we not talking about blood or, or anything like that? And if, if you noticed you chopped part of your finger off and you chopped enough of your finger off to be hospitalized, there has to be blood involved unless the manager is a vampire. Or like has like, Silly putty for fingers or like a prosthetic fingers, in which case I don't even think that's a, probably not a $900 charge. Probably not. Probably less. Yeah. I agree with you. It's really weird. It's fishy. But it's also just the thought of it is so disgusting. And the fact that they did, like the fact that something did happen though to cause this $900 fine and have someone go to the hospital it is objectively gross. But I agree with you. I don't, I don't understand how all this came together because yes. why didn't she notice sooner? Like, it, and who's the person who was like, oh, okay, Sarah, you just chopped your finger off? Cool. You go in the back and take care of that. We won't I'll, leave. I'll just, I'll take care of the rest of the salad and process. And I won't Yeah, and I won't remake the salad. Like, that's just an insane <laughs> logic path. I can't imagine happening to Chopped. I cannot imagine it either. But I, I will say. Just Salad Gang? As a Just Salad person, I'm like, <laughs> this confirms the fact that I will be continuing to go to Just Salad. Just Salad Gang. And I do have a personal Just Salad update, which is not personal food news. We're talking about salad. Um, I I had a wrap recently, and I really liked it. Oh. It was actually a smaller portion than the salad. Oh. But because of the tortilla, I felt more full. Interesting. I always feel like if I get a salad into a wrap form, I'm cheating on the healthy lunch. It's a sandwich now. I actually think it's not a cheat. I think it might be you're fuller and it's more. It's it's less food. And it probably my salad eating habits always lead to unhealthy snacks later. So it like it's yeah. net neutral. So maybe exactly. that, that could be a good solve. Yes. Yeah, so. Thank you, Julia. Always Just, making my life better. So that's so nice, Jacobs. You're making my life better too. Let's move on to our heist of the week. <laughs> Jacoby, would you like to explain? Okay. This one's interesting. Comes from us from from uh, down under. Down under. And um, here's what happened: <laughs> someone went to what they call a service station, which we call a gas station, and they had a van full of ten thousand donuts from Krispy Kreme. That's correct. They went inside. While they were inside, a stranger got inside the van and then drove the van away and stole the ten thousand donuts. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have a question. Okay. Did they leave the keys in the car? I guess they did. Did the person know they left in the keys in the car? 
<laughs> I guess. So they're just walking by, looked in the ignition of the van and decided, hey, the keys are in that car. Let me steal this van. Did they know the van was full of 10,000 donuts? Is this where it's leading where I think it's leading? IJ? I, I don't think it's an inside job. <laughs> But I just can't imagine there are people that just walk the streets peeking inside windows hoping to find a car with keys in the ignition and then drive it away. Maybe they were like casing this van and were like, here's the opportunity, but I don't know why you would be doing that so with 10,000 so donuts. So you think they were following them around with their 10,000 donuts? And um, one of the things... Here's the thing about heist in general, which I feel like we we neglect to mention. We often mm-hmm. we often get you know lost in the sauce. Um Heist, as I understand it from several fictional movies, take a lot of planning. And so I just feel like it's not usually random. Like, because yeah. why else would you target this truck with 10,000 donuts? You know, it's an inside job. I it's, love, it's an inside job. I love donuts. I really do. Really? Yes. There's one of my favorite oh. foods. Oh, PSA. On Wednesdays, Dunkin' Donuts through December 27th, if you get a coffee, you get a free donut. Nice. Yeah, so just PSA. Um I've had a new, I've had a renewal with Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Really? Dunkin' Midnight. Yeah. I'm slipping in a lot of personal food news. I'm oh, so this sorry. Is great. Now you have to sprinkle personal food news throughout the entire I mean, episode. One for every yes, story. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you can. Uh, we can move on, but one thing I do want to say is the police took the opportunity to write a really cheeky statement about this. Like, sorry they didn't sprinkle any tracking devices into the van. And if you have any CCC footage, do not keep it to yourself. I'm like, guys. Like, what are we doing? You're police officers, all right? You're not comedy writers. Well, maybe they are. I just want to note this article that we read. It's it's an Australian. It's from Nine News. It says that each Krispy Kreme donut is about $4 each. <laughs> I'm stuck on the fact you said it's in Australian. It's, <laughs> it's, you wrote it's in Australian. That's what you said. <laughs> it's Australian? Yes. $4. <laughs> I was like, that's a fuck ton of money for a Krispy Kreme donut. But then I did the translation or the... Oh, the, yeah. What conversion? is it? Conversion? Yeah. Um, two sixty-five American dollars. So it checks out. Okay, great. Let's move on. I like Krispy Kreme donuts. You love donuts, we just learned. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I love them. If you like donuts, you're not like, hey. Have you I know? never told you the Entenmann's donut story from college? Yeah, of course you oh, have. When I cried. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Moving on. On to Red Lobster. Um, I think we discussed this when they introduced their endless mm-hmm. shrimp deal for $20. You we can did. have endless shrimp. Yeah. Um Big news via Bon Appetit and Lee Goldstein. Um, wasn't a good idea. They've now lost $20 million this year. It's only been like six months. But despite on the foot traffic going up, which I found interesting, 4% rise, which sounds like a small number, 4%, but that's a lot for like a yeah. nationwide change. Like yeah, 4% absolutely. is a huge rise. But whoever did the math figured they're underestimating just how much Americans can eat when it's a bottomless proposal. And as you know from listening to food news, never underestimate how gluttonous Americans can be. Absolutely agree. I mean, I feel like this, I just keep coming back mentally to the guy who yelled at you on the phone down in Georgia. Yeah. And I just think about like, if they had a deal for like endless shrimp, he'd be so pissed if people stayed like for hours and yeah, hours. Yeah, of course. It's also just like, when you think of like endless breadsticks, doesn't make my stomach turn the way that endless shrimp does. I know, but it's just like, it's too much of I've anything. Never had the, I've never had the urge to be like, let's go get bottomless blank. Yeah. And I just feel like I'll go to a restaurant. If I'm still hungry, I'll just order my food. Like, the only thing bottomless that I would want is, like, water and coffee. No, it's an open bar. I'm at a wedding. Well, bottomless drinks. Like, sure. Everything else, bottom. Put right. a bottom on it. It's true. Also, bottomless sounds much more decadent 20 minutes. than, like, an open bar. Like, if you're, like, bo- bottomless mimosas sounds, like, way, like, messier 
than open bar at wedding or whatever. Um, just one last thing on this. In the in the write-up from Bon Appetit, uh, it says Red Lobster has 670 stores in the U.S., more mm. or less than you would have thought. Ooh, interesting. I think, I think that's a lot. I, I almost want Mike to re-edit this and start like this. How many Red Lobster locations do you think there are? Because... That would be... Oh, well, he's not going to do that. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I want to keep going. <laughs> I love this show. 670 locations means over 13 per state. But some states definitely don't have 13. So, like, no. some states have, like, 30 Red Lobsters. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Have you ever been to Red Lobster? I've been, like... What are you saying to me? Once. Have I ever been to Red Lobster? I've only been once. In, in Charlottesville, Virginia. I, you know, to be honest, I haven't been that many times, but I've been to Red Lobster lots of times, and I enjoy a Red Lobster experience. And I had um, a great-grandmother-in-law, uh, grandmother-in-law, shout to Clara, RIP. She loved Red Lobster. And from Red Lobster, do you know what I do? Personal food news. You can take this one off. Um, <laughs> Thank you. We used to have a, a wood uh, wood fire fireplace in okay. uh, in Los Angeles when I lived there. We'd go to Red Lobster. Outside of Red Lobster, they have like a little like a little decor, which is uh, wood mm-hmm. like for burning. I would pull my van up and I would go grab wood and put it in the van and pull off. And Grandma Claire loved that. She loved that I would steal wood from Red Lobster. Um, Don't steal, Quincy. There's a lot of Red Lobsters in the New York City area. I actually had no idea. Mm. Like a lot, like 20. I just if you were to ask me, I'd be like Times Square. I, yeah, I'd be like one or two, but like I'm including New Jersey and Long Island, but there in Westchester, there's a lot. Wow. I, I can't believe it. Red Lobster just blends in. It's part of the fabric of America. I enjoy Red Lobster experience. You do? Yeah. I haven't been since I was really little, so maybe I should go again. It's good. Um, all right. Let's move on to a celebrity story. Oh. Jennifer Garner did a video of like what's in my bag. Did you watch it? Of course. She laughs a lot throughout it. She's also wearing like um a Santa outfit minus like the headgear. She's it's wearing intentionally like intentionally Santa red overalls and like a white. It must neck. have been. I don't think it's intentional. I don't know. It's really weird. Here, okay, here's my question. Did she know what was in her bag when she did this? Um she's got genuine laughter, but she's an actress. Yeah. I'm skeptical of every internet video I've seen. Like, what is your this is fake level or this is setup level? I think that Jennifer Garner has been told that the contents of her bag is wacky and embarrassing. And so she decided to turn it into content. But I don't think that she knew that as we saw in the video, she would have like six different... Hold on. Much like Red Lobster, we're going to do it right this time. In your head right now, Food News listener, how many different types of containers of nuts do you think Jennifer Gardner has in her purse? I did just say the number. I know. (laughs) But I don't know if that was the right number. It's more. I'm going to take the over. It's like nine. It was a bunch. So many, so many bags of nuts. I th- I don't think it was nine, but she had a lot. She had like a lot of nuts. And this, and to me, I was like, okay, this is a really healthy person who, whenever she feels hunger, is like, I'm having no, nuts. But she also has candy. She's got empty bags of candy. She's for got a full bag of candy. That's for her kids. I don't think oh, she's really? having candy. I think so. I recently met her. By recently, I mean like eight months ago. And it was really impactful. She had like a really big presence. Really? Yeah. I was like, oh, I get huh. it. This is like a really dynamic, magnetic person. Do I loved about her? That she had two books in her purse. Mm-hmm. One that she's reading with each one of her kids. I know. And I was so, so jealous. Cute. I'm like, I'm a bad dad. It's I should she, be yeah. concurrently reading books with all my children at all times. I think that she is legitimately a very involved and loving parent. It's like very, God, very it's sweet. It's going to be nice to be rich. I love her. I like kind of worship her. I wonder if being rich makes you more or less involved as a parent. I think a lot of um, movies and TV shows suggest less. Yeah, I think so too. (laughs) But not Jennifer Garner. (sighs) All right. 
Shall we move on? Oh, I didn't tell a person. Oh, I did tell a personal anecdote. I said I met her. Yeah, so there, there you go. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Keep, keep us on point with that, Mike. We, we got a theme. Got to stick to it. <laughs> the theme is me. <laughs> All right, another article that one might call Australian. It's written in Australian. <laughs> it's from Delicious, which is an Australian website. Um, it turns out there is something called dessert stomach. Oh yeah. This makes me feel good because my sweet tooth, as discussed, is out of control. And I do always feel like I'm so full, but I have room for dessert. And when people say, do you have room for dessert? The answer is yes. Yes. And there's always like a, a like a scientific study that comes across the food news news desk. And it's like, hey, wine is actually good for you. And you're like, ah, probably not. You know what I mean? But like dessert stomach, you read this one, you're like, that makes perfect sense. Yes. I'm going to read directly from the article. It's called Sensory Specific Satiety. Satiety is essentially the quality of being full and sensory specific refers to a combination of the taste, appearance, smell, and texture of whatever you've been eating or about to eat. So you get sick of eating like your One main thing. meal, yeah. but you've got room hmm. to have dessert. And, and in fact, here's another quote, uh, which I basically already paraphrased, but so while you might lose your appetite for that food, a different food will be appealing, which honestly makes total sense. Makes total sense. I was full and then I like, I went to get my free coffee and donut. And I was like, oh yeah, I have room for a donut. Sure. I also feel like sweets specifically will create this. Yes, you absolutely. Because as someone who had like dessert growing up, like it, there is a rhythm to to meals where you're like, ooh, just a nice little sweet sweet to finish this up. Yeah, absolutely. And so I I loved it. I love this. It makes me feel good. One of their experiments so was like, we gave people mac and cheese for dinner and then we offered them mac and cheese for dessert. I'm like, that's not scientific. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's of just like, yeah, they're done with mac and more cheese. More mac and cheese. If you give me some mac and cheese, you're like, do you want some ice cream? Like, yeah, duh. Like, I feel like, I, I hope that the science behind this study was a little more rigorous than that little anecdote that I read. The second time they did it, it was mac and cheese followed by ice cream, which is like, duh. Yeah, of course. But then they tried to do like five scoops of ice cream with a little mac and cheese afterwards. I'm like, did you, did a four year old make the scientific experiment? Is this really how science works? Listen, they were going with crowd pleasers. Can you blame them? No, but still, like, I feel like there should be more involved. I feel like there's like, if you like went to school for like extra years after college and like wear a lab coat, then you should come up with better stuff. Um, okay. Jacoby. Yes, ma'am. Do you watch, we're moving on. Do you watch the Great British Bake Off? Well, did you tell a story about dessert? You did. I did. I yeah, said okay, my good, sweet tooth is out of Sorry, control. Right, I've now, made now everything about me so far. Yes, now we can move on. <laughs> Do you watch Great British Bake Off? No, but I'm very familiar with how it works. Uh, I love this show. Mike, are you watching? Oh, yeah. Uh, do you know who won? No. Okay, well. You Spoiler can find, alert. You can find out... You can find out on Friday, um, a.k.a. for your listeners today. I got spoiled, unfortunately, but it's fine. This season's been really good. I really loved it. It's sort of like back to form. Anyway, part of it, as a sweets lover, always want to try the food that they are making. And so there's now this like newfangled machine that will allow you to taste what they're having, but in liquid form. In liquid form, you take a shot, basically. You can yeah. have like, a shot of like bread pudding if they make it on the show. And so... The reason that it's like smart for good Great British Bake Off is because like one of the like good pieces of feedback you can get is like I love your flavors. Like you might have done a shitty job, it looks ugly, and like the construction is bad, but if the flavors yeah, are good, yeah, you yeah. get points for that. So it's a really smart show to do it with. But this just sounds like so stupid. And so no here's interest. the problem: is I in theory it's like okay, maybe this could be cool, and then you see the actual machine, and that is, it is too fucking big. It is like three feet tall, <laughs> two feet wide. Someone asked me this a lot week. Of different pipes oh, I'll and make tubes. personal. I'll do a personal anecdote for this one. Okay. Someone asked me this week. They're like, "Do you have an espresso machine in your house?" I'm like, "No." They're like, "Do you want one?" Like, it's the holidays, or whatever. I'm like, "I just don't have the real estate." 
Like, I don't have the real estate for an espresso machine in my kitchen area, right? I definitely don't have the real estate for a, a, suit, a, a carry-on suitcase-sized contraption that pours me shots of baked goods while I'm watching one specific show. I don't have that kind of room for lux- that kind of luxury. It's called virtual flavor taste before you waste, I believe. It, this is one of those things where it's like, please use this energy to create another invention. This is a bad idea. Honestly, like... Great British Bake Off is not live. They should make it really easy for you to buy whatever was the winning item Boom. each time. Oh, look at that. How about a mail uh, yeah. thing where you watch it once a week. Every week we give you a piece of the thing, like Gold Belly style. I, yeah, Juliet just came up with a much better idea. It's been, <laughs> I don't know, 10 seconds thinking about it? At most. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's actually kind of brilliant. They should use that. Well, there are people that will pay literally $100 a week for that. $100 a week. I would. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. If I was watching Bake Off and I was like, I can try everything. Maybe for $100 a week? Not a week. For- no, you got, I'm thinking like a family. I'm thinking like you got five people, four people, you're all into watching it together. You can kind of rationalize it like, all right, $25 a piece. Family activity? I think that could be worth it if you're like, we're all sitting. I, I'm telling you, there's a market for this. Another thing I keep thinking about is the family that watches. Mike, make sure you just get a patent on this while we're talking before the, you got, you got about 10 more minutes. The, fa- the family who. Trademark it watch a survivor as a family. Like mm. par- I'm just like, always, Oh, that family that calls in. Yeah. I'm like, I've been thinking they live in Philly. I've been thinking about them. And I'm just like, that's like so smart. I feel like that family perhaps would like to participate. Uh, in the can I sprinkle in some more personal news? Sure. Quick. Um, we're like, we tried to steal that Quincy. What? I heard the season of survivors. Good. It Quincy, is good. Let's watch episode one. Watched it. Loved it. Next day. Quincy, you want to watch episode two? Now nah, I'm good. What? He's like, I'm good. I'm like, all right. Not it's a because guy. of the quitter. He's like probably put off by that quitter. It's it gets like, better. It's like TJ hates quitters. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Jacoby. Let's move on to our taste test. No. You want to do one more story? It involves your personal food news. Okay. So we'll do it before your personal food news. Okay, we'll come back to it. Wow. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, of course. All right, great. This episode is brought to you by Smucker's Uncrustables. Tasty food doesn't always have to be complicated. Check out Uncrustables, the best part of the sandwich. It's a round, crimped sandwich made with soft, pillowy bread filled with peanut butter and jelly. And the best part is you just freeze and thaw. It's as simple as popping them into a lunchbox straight from the freezer, which means less work for you on a busy morning. Find Smucker's Uncrustables in the freezer aisle. Learn more at Uncrustables.com. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC slim fit trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just... Once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. 
today's taste test is from Mike Wargon. He suggested yes. that we try these special bagels from Pop-Up Bagel. And I've been wanting to try Pop-Up Bagel right, for a you, while. You talk about Pop-Up while I prepare. Okay, Pop-Up Bagels is like an, inst- is like an Instagram TikTok it's trend. It's a thing. That I've like been really interested in, but never had the ability to go to, mostly because I've not been interested in going outside of my neighborhood for a bagel. <laughs> They're in the passing West. 24 bagel shops to get to a bagel shop. Not your <laughs> exactly. Thing? But they have a really good slogan on the bag, which is not famous but known, which is when people ask me what I do, I'm gonna start saying, um, I'm not famous, but I'm known. Oh, oh, I like that. <laughs> I just love that, love it. And I don't know. They're just really good at marketing, I think, is the main thing about these bagels. They're a little bit smaller, but I'm I'm feeling promising about what you've made for us. The outside is clearly crispy, and the inside is doughy. It's fluffy to the point where you can barely see the hole. Yeah, it started in Connecticut, and now there's also one in New York. Yes. And, Mike, it's, am I forgetting any relevant details of Papa Bagel? I don't think so, but it's the, the Blue Moon Bagel with the orange cream yes, cheese. Yes, you're having the Blue Moon Bagel with the Valencia orange cream cheese, like sort of replicating the Blue the, Moon the beer, experience. Yeah, which so, I like. As you know, I'm not a big beer drinker, but Blue Moon with, with orange is probably my go-to beer. While order. you talk, I'll do it. Uh, my personal on this, it's not my personal food news, it's just while you're, t- while you're eating, is Launcher Coat, which is a steakhouse, famous steakhouse in New York City, closed during COVID, where it only has salad and steak and fries on the menu. It's fantastic. Me and my wife have been going forever, right? It ended up on TikTok, and my wife went there with her friends, Two block line to get in. Oh my god! There was never a wait at this place. There what place was it? Launcher Code. It's called. It's got oh. a longer name. It's like a French place. It used to be kind of like in the Upper East Side, in like mm. Park Avenue business area. It's cool. a great, great place. No menu items. Fantastic. But now TikTokers ruined it. Okay, so I've had my bite of the bagel. The bagel mm-hmm. itself is mediocre. It's fine. It also doesn't taste it's like not a, fresh. Doesn't taste like a beer or anything. That kind of bagel needs to be toasted, which is a negative for the bagel. But but the cream cheese is really good. It's orange cream cheese. Cream cheese is really good. And I good. really like it. I'm shocked. But the orange cream cheese is awesome. It's got like a whipped cream cheese yeah, thing. It's really good. I don't like like a, a Philadelphia cream cheese out of the fridge. Mm-hmm. It's like I need a chainsaw to break yeah. to even cut some off. This is a very, very whipped light cream cheese. And the orange flavor is actually really delicious. Yes, I would I, never order an orange cream cheese. Me neither, but I, re- ever. I really like it. Now that I've had this experience, I might. Yeah. Also, I just want to... Uh, tip for you, Jacoby. Go. Um, Philadelphia whipped cream cheese. Have you ever had that? No. Oh, it's really good. It's also, it obviates the problem you just discussed. Oh, it's, good. it's delicious. Whipped, I'm whipped cream oh. cheese basically exclusively. I mean, I mean, why would you have a bagel? That yeah. cream cheese is awesome. I think that I will say, though, the bagel is uh, mediocre at best. I'm interested in trying other flavors. Maybe it's a problem with a specific Blue Moon, Blue Moon burger. Burger. Bagel? What's yep. wrong with me? <laughs> You're doing a great job, Juliet. <laughs> The cream cheese enhances the bagel big time. Like, yes. and, I, and it also makes me want to have more bagel because I don't want to have that cream cheese as anything else. I like to dip things in cream cheese. Like, I will treat whipped cream cheese like a dip. Oh, sure. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Why like not? Like Cheez-Its, chips, pretzels, yeah. carrots. One thing I love about Mike is he bought, like, tons of cream cheese and tons of bagels knowing we're going to have one bite of each and he can just take the rest home. I, I had to buy him in a dozen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Had to. Absolutely had to. Absolutely will you, had to. Will you cut another bagel so no. I can have a... Come man, on, man. We got so much time. We got six minutes we're left. Gonna keep, I'm going to get to the what taco. You, you're right. just hungry. Just cut the bagel for me, no, man, No, I just please. work for you. Okay. Okay. I'm going to tell... Just, the, first of all, this everything bagel has so much everything stuff on it. I love that. Me too. I love it. Is, it. it is not just because dusted you know with so, everything stuff. Some's going to fall off. The, some. Also, the bottom is equal... I'm manhandling this bagel. It's equal to the top in terms of the amount of seasoning. Okay. Jacoby wanted to make sure that we talked about... Uh, what's happening at a Los Angeles Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's another lawsuit. A woman named Alana Belchium uh, has filed a lawsuit 
There was a big party at her Taco Bell. Yes, a holiday party last year. Last year. Actually, yeah, sorry, it was 2022. That's correct. In San Pedro Taco Bell. And, and th- I feel like this holiday party, they, were, they thought it was like 1984. Mm-hmm. So I feel like holiday parties have been tamed over the last couple of decades for good reason. But they put newspaper over all the windows and the CCTV cameras. Uh, and it turned out that when she came inside after like being outside for a uh, second. Yeah, she went outside. She brought guacamole, which is important. That was what she brought. It was a potluck style. She went outside, came back inside. What'd she find, Juliet Lemon, journalist? Quote, a co-worker having sex with his wife in front of everyone at the party. While simultaneously. Uh, another person threw up in the trash while another person she, threw up in her During guacamole. the sex act, she was making out with other people. And, and when she went to go retrieve her guacamole and leave, someone had vomited in the guacamole and vomited somewhere else. <laughs> it's so gross. It's just, it's just a lot for a Taco Bell. And I also feel like if you're going to have the Taco Bell sex holiday party, don't do it at the Taco Bell location. Get <laughs> a venue. Elsewhere. Yeah, go elsewhere. Do it at a house. Do something else. Okay, update. Everything bagel is much better than the Blue Moon bagel. Oh, yeah. Everything bagel looks fantastic. It's really good. Yeah. Um, Scallion cream cheese is good. I'm more interested in having more of the orange cream cheese, though. It's really good. This is a good everything bagel. All right. Really good everything bagel. So just go with what you know, Pop-Up Bagels. Yeah. I understand why you're popular. They got paid by Blue Moon. Go where the money is, Pop-Up Bagels. Yes. Um, <laughs> personal food news. I drove to and from Cape Cod around Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. On the way there, stopped at McDonald's for a Egg McMuffin. Can I, can I interrupt you just to tease this story? Sure. Me and Joey Littman... Time and time again, we'll go back and forth on Instagram DM. Mm. He loves food news. Mm-hmm. He goes, ask Juliet about Taco Bell breakfast. And I responded, I think it's going to come up on the podcast. <laughs> Continue. On the way up, I had McDonald's egg McMuffin. It was good. I took the, the meat off. It was a good breakfast. I enjoyed it. You took the meat off? Yeah, I wasn't in the mood for it. it you know you can order that. Oh, okay. Just look. You can order that version moving forward, but continue. I know. It just was... I get it. Yeah, you don't have to explain. Didn't want to deal. We've all looked at fast food meat and been like, yeah, I'll just have this without that. Yeah. On the way home, my brother and I stopped. We went... I, I have a rule, which is I do not like to go off the highway. And in Connecticut, you don't really have to. There's so many rest stops right mm. on the highway. We made an exception for us to follow Pete Davidson's lead and have Taco Bell breakfast. Yeah. We went to a Taco Bell in Connecticut. I think we were the first people there that day. It wasn't that early. It was like 10 something. It was a brunch because like they didn't have the menu up. And so and I was like, can I see the menu? And then someone had to come outside and like change the signage <laughs> on the like board. We were expecting this. <laughs> Damn then, Pete Davidson. And then it took a long time. Um, I got a taco and then I got a crunch wrap. It was pretty subpar. I mean, really? it, honestly, it might have been this Taco Bell since they clearly weren't prepared for any customers. Mm. Um, but it, I would definitely take McDonald's, which is like, you know, steady, you know, you're going to get this had way too, this was just like not good. I love breakfast tacos. So it was pretty disappointing. I, I would have rather had regular Taco Bell for breakfast than Taco Bell breakfast. Guess what, Juliet? Early on in Food News 2.0, this was my personal food news. I had Taco Bell breakfast and I ordered one regular taco and one breakfast taco. Smart. Had them both. And I remember thinking to myself, I would have just had two regular tacos. Yeah, so much better. Because if you, it's if you actually go to Taco good. Bell for breakfast, you can have Taco Bell for breakfast. I know, I should just have. Just eat regular Taco Bell for breakfast. I'll be doing that going forward. Yes. I, I made a mistake. So. Shout out to Pete Davidson, though. Big time. Um, Your turn. My personal food news is, is very short, very personal. Two um, minutes. Juliet likes Coke Zero in a can. I do. And I've had, a, I've always been that because I like to have a, a Diet Coke 
before the show, during the show, which we, I have I have one right now. We used to always get coffee before our yeah, pods in LA. Yeah, we discussed. And um, I had trouble curating a Coke Zero for you sometimes. I'd have to go to multiple delis. I couldn't find them. And you kind of got annoyed by this. Like, they're everywhere, bro. They're at the deli right downstairs. And last week I came in. And I was like, I'm sorry. I, I, I couldn't get you a Coke Zero, but I got you like a, a Sprite Zero. Mm-hmm. And your response was... Just don't get me anything. Just don't get me anything. That's actually not what happened. But it was you, came with a Coke, you came with a Coke Zero last week. I did. Yeah. Okay. I already had one. Yeah. And that was the and issue. Like, Moving forward, just don't get me beverages. Okay. I, I was being a bitch. That's I was fine. being rude. But I actually, this is not the first time that's happened. In Spain, you were like, we were like in the airport and you were like, do you want anything? And I'm like, no, I'm good. And you came back with a bottle of water for me. And yeah. I was like, I said I didn't want anything. Yeah. Sorry. And I already had water. And what then, a dick I am. And then I had to drink it. I, I actually wanted to tell you about this because I, I told my friend Sarah about this. And she was like, you're completely wrong. Like, that's like, wouldn't it be rude if he came without something for you? And I was like, no, we're coworkers. It's like, I don't need him to like do anything for me. But none of this bothered me. My attitude was really wrong. Remember, none I'm of this bothered sorry. me at all, Juliet. <laughs> until I said, "Can I make this my personal food news?" And you were like, "No." I was having a bad day, and I didn't want to have a a, a joke fight with an undercurrent of truth of you <laughs> on mic. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> well, I just want you to know that I love you very much. I, I didn't think too. about it twice, <laughs> and I brought you Coke Zero today anyway. And you know what? Today I'm happy to have it because I haven't had one yet. I'm glad you're in a good mood. You put me in a good mood. Oh, thanks, man. You put me in a let's, good mood. Let's let our listeners put us in a good mood. All right, let's hear it. Hey, Juliet and Jacoby. This is Eric from D.C. First time, long time. Hmm. One question for you guys. How come there aren't dessert soups? <gasps> uh, I looked up. <laughs> oh, my God, Eric. Eric in D.C. Like just blew your mind. And as a kid, I used to love eating melted ice cream, like soup, but hmm. never seen it at a restaurant, never been offered it at someone's house. So... Can you help me understand why there aren't any sweet soups? Thanks. Okay. I want to say I have had something very similar to a dessert soup before. My mom makes dessert soup, but she doesn't serve it as dessert. Uh, yeah, you know what? I, I've had this. I want to call it. It's like a, almost like a sweet um, tea. And it comes in a bowl, but it's, it's served sort of like as a mousse-bouche. My mom makes strawberry soup and blueberry soup. <gasps> and... But they're like summer meals. It's like, oh, oh it's so God. hot out. We're having strawberry soup for dinner. We're having strawberry soup for dinner? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like made with buttermilk. It's really good. I love it. Holy shit. But it's, she doesn't serve it as a dessert. But it is. it could be for sure. But my mind is blown. Eric, I agree with you. I love like a melted ice cream. But I think that Milk Bar is kind of like on this wavelength. And that's why they have cereal milk ice cream. And other, oh, like, yeah. Cereal milk flavored things. But like maybe we should bring this to Christina Tosi. I feel like if anyone could introduce this to the market, it yes. would be her. I also feel like this would be one of those things that if you serve at a restaurant, you're going to get TikTok and you're going to have a line around the block. Totally. And it would Dessert be awesome. Dessert soup. Some, first of all, Eric is a genius, number yeah. one. But it's one of those things where it's like, he couldn't be the first person to ever think of this. But as far as I'm concerned, he is. Well, like, I'm sure this has been done somewhere I, in the he planet. He positioned it perfectly. Great job, Eric. Here's my here's my um, only other counter to this. I feel like what should actually be dessert soup is like Cinnamon Toast Crunch and other like really sugary cereals. Soup, that's not that's, soup though. But sh- but like, that's sort of like the vibe. Like I, a no, I understand what you're saying. It's like, that shouldn't be yeah. breakfast for anyone. Here's what someone needs to do. Like, you know, when like, like that, that um, festival in LA took like, you know, Applebee's yeah. stuff and, and Michelin yeah, started. In that. Yeah. yeah, here's what you do. You take, you take the inspired by cinnamon, tons, cinnamon toast crunch, make a dessert soup. I love the concept of dessert soup. I'm sure it exists. I mean, our species have been on this planet for quite some time. 
Yeah, I agree with you. It's just... This is good. Eric. I love soup. You've blown our mind. I love dessert soup. Me too. I love Eric. Well, we're feeling the holiday cheer. At least you are toward Derek. Um, thank you to our producer, Mike Wargon, especially for picking up these pop-up bagels. And I really want to try. if you want to be like Eric and call in and join the show. Give us a call at 646-STEW-138. Have a great week, everybody. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.